Hello and welcome to the Here podcast. My name is Felicia Connor and there is honestly no place I'd rather be than right here right now with you. Maya Angelou said, there is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside of you. And honestly, that quote has a very special place in my heart and has brought me to where I am today. I know my story has weighed me down and tortured my soul since I was 11 years old. Well, you know what? I am ready now. I am ready to release that story and the control it has had over my life. I am ready to reclaim my body and reconnect with my power. But even more, I want to go a step further and with open and loving arms, I want to welcome anyone else who is ready to do the same. There is tremendous power in sharing your story. Because when we don't share it, it lives within us and it does whatever it wants with us. So by releasing it, we release the control it has over us. The Here Podcast is a space for people who have experienced sexual abuse to release their stories, taking away the power it has had over our lives. I hope to inspire awareness, understanding, prevention, and healing. Because you know what? We are still here despite all that has happened. We deserve to be here and to be at peace. And I know this is going to be a hard journey at times, being honest and vulnerable. But I want you to know that I am here for you and you are not alone. Thank you so much for being with me right here in this moment. Today, since it's our very first episode ever, I want to share with you more about what is this all about? What can you expect? So what I'm going to share with you today is why the Here podcast? Why am I doing this? Why is it so important to me? It is my deepest passion and has been my entire life. And now I'm finally doing it. And I am so happy that you are on this journey with me. I want to share a little bit about why did I choose the name here? It's actually a tremendously powerful word for me. I have it tattooed to my arm, tattooed to my skin forever. So I would like to share with you why, why that word is so important to me and what it means. I also want to share with you what to expect. So what can you expect from this podcast? Because I, once I finally developed the, I don't even know how to explain it, I guess the strength to do this, to tell my story and to share, I, my mind exploded into all the things that we could do as a community. So I want to definitely share those ideas with you. And you'll find out that I would love to hear your ideas. So you know what? Let's dive in. I'm very excited for this time that we're spending together. 
So let's start with why the here podcast. Why am I doing this? Um, I have wanted to have a podcast where people could share and release their stories for a long time. Actually, back in the day, because I'm 43. So back in the day, when I was younger, I wanted to share my story. And let me tell you why. When I was a teenager, I was going through a tremendous amount of pain and trauma and suffering. When I was going through that, I felt very alone. I felt crazy. I felt like I was insane. I felt like I was the only one that was going through this. What was wrong with me? It was very dark. And the way I would describe it is I felt like I was drowning in tar. That's what I felt like. And I came across this book and I wish I could remember where I found it. But I read the book Girl Interrupted by Susanna Kaysen. And it hit me so hard. I was like, oh my goodness, this woman understands me. She understands me. She might be crazy and I might be crazy, but you know what? We're both crazy and we're both experiencing the same thing. And maybe it's a normal way to respond to what's happened to us. I don't, I don't even know. All I know is that it felt very comforting that this woman felt the same way and thought the same way I did. And I didn't feel so alone. So it was really important to me my whole life to share my story for that reason. To share it, of course, by sharing, it's going to help me heal, but mainly to share it so anybody listening is like, oh my gosh, that's how I feel. I'm not crazy. I'm not bad. I shouldn't be ashamed of how I'm feeling because there's somebody else that's the same way. So that's very important to me. Another thing that's very important to me is... I would love to have a place where families of loved ones could listen in and understand a little more what their loved one is going through, why we act the way we do or respond the way we do, how the abuse has affected us, right? So they could better understand how to help us. When I was a young girl, I went through a lot and, um, I'll share that with you, but there was a lot of self-harm and anger and depression and I was suicidal and the list goes on and on. And it started when I was 11 and it has eased when I was in my late 30s, honestly. Um, I still have effects from it right now and it's much better though. It is much better When I was a teenager, I had had a fit of anger and I had kicked a hole in the wall in my room. And my mom said to me, if you don't stop this, I'm going to send you to a mental institution. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying anything bad about my mom. She loves me very much. And I, I, I could imagine she was terrified and angry and frustrated. And she didn't know what was going on because I wasn't telling her anything. Yet I had all this anger and I'm punching a hole in a wall or kicking a hole in a wall. So that's what she said. But what I did with that, which I think would be help for families and parents to know, is I thought, oh my gosh, okay, well, if I have these feelings where I want to be destructive, I can't be destructive outwardly to physical things because I don't want to go to a mental institution, right? So I internalized that. And that's where a lot of the self-harm and um, self-medication happened. So I think it would be a great place to share. So even if you haven't experienced uh, abuse, 
but you have someone who has and you love and care about them, you can listen to it and say, oh, that's why she does that. That's why he does that. Not so simple. I know that sounded like, oh, that's why. No, just a little more understanding on the many ways that it manifests, right? It manifests in so many ways. And so I want to address that so people can better understand. I also, it would not be a complete space if I did not promote awareness and prevention. I want adults to learn and understand what to look for in the children in their lives whether the children are your babies, are your cousins, your nephews, your children's friends, whoever the children are, what can you look for so you can be an advocate for those children? It is so important. I get a little riled up here, or not riled up, but impassionate because I can tell you if I post if I post something on social media about me doing a workout or having a protein shake, I get a ton of likes. And that is phenomenal. That shows that I have a bunch of friends and family who are so happy that I am doing what I need to do for my health, right? That is fantastic. I love it. I have no issues with that. If I post something about awareness for child sexual abuse, if I post something that says, here are tips that you can look at to help identify if a child in your life might be experiencing abuse. I get two likes. Two likes. No reshares. You know why? Child sexual abuse is a tough subject. It's a subject that people don't want to talk about, including the people who experienced it. There is a ton of shame and fear and confusion wrapped up in this subject. But what happens As us as adults, if we are too scared to share and look and talk about it and and really, really promote this conversation, then we are just reinforcing the shame and fear that the child who is experiencing this abuse feels. We're reinforcing it because we're not even willing to look at it. So I want to open up that conversation in a crazy way. I want to break it open with a hammer. I want us to talk about it. There should not be a stigma around talking about these things. There should not be a stigma around how we feel mentally. We can say, oh, geez, you know what? I'm not feeling well. I have a stomach ache or a headache or whatever. But we wouldn't say, oh, man, I need to take a day off because I'm not feeling well. Mentally, I feel depressed and I can't get out of bed, right? These are all things that we should be able to speak about and not monitor ourselves because I guarantee the majority of people are feeling these things. We need to remove the shame around abuse, around sexual abuse, and around mental health. Last but very certainly not least, and probably not really the last, but the last one that I could think of for now is I would love to help reconnect women with their bodies after sexual abuse and reconnect them with the child they once were. I know two things. I hated my body. At 11 years old, I was raped and molested over a period of time. And I grew up really hating my body, hating that it got the attention 
Jen did from men or that it felt the way it did or looked the way it did. There was just a lot wrapped up into that. I also turned my back on the child I was. And uh, I felt just very disconnected from my body and who I was. And there was just a lot of hate and anger. And that's why I mention surviving. I feel like I know there's some issues with the word survive. Some people don't like the word survivor, and that's totally fine. I I respect however it is that you um, like to talk about whoever you are. Uh, For me, I identify fully with the word survivor. Not only did I survive that sexual abuse, and I say survive because I was suicidal and attempted suicide when I was young, but I survived myself. Oh my gosh, myself, my negative self-talk, the horrible things I think and say about myself for my entire life was probably way worse than what happened to me. So I definitely feel like a survivor and feel like over the years I've reconnected with my body and really just recently started to reconnect with that child I once was. Whenever anyone would talk about, oh, think about you at this age. I couldn't. I shut down. There was too much pain involved in that. Like I immediately felt emotional and I started to, I started to break through and connect with her because it wasn't her fault. And there's just a lot wrapped up into that. And if you couldn't tell, there's still a lot wrapped up in that. But talking about it it has tremendous power. Let me talk to you a little bit about why the word here. I mentioned before that I have that tattooed to my arm. So it means a lot to me, a tremendous amount to me. Here are some phrases that really resonate with me that I found myself saying when I was thinking about what I wanted to even name this podcast. But the first things first, let me tell you about my tattoo. Okay. So when uh, a few years ago, I worked in Santa Monica, but I lived in Arizona. So I would travel out to Santa Monica every month and stay for a week. It was a lonely time because I'd go to my hotel and go to my work, go to hotel, go to work. And I tried to make the best of it. For example, I would always make sure I got a room with two beds. I would take all the pillows and put them on one bed and literally make a nest so that no matter where I turned in the middle of the night, I had a big cushy pillow. Uh, I also, I don't know what it is. This is a total side tangent, but um, no matter where I traveled for work, whether it was Maine or Kansas or Santa Monica, uh, no matter where it was, there was always a channel that played 24 hours of forensic files. And I would watch forensic files until I fell asleep. Um, so can always count on the channel with forensic files if you're ch- if you're traveling. But one night uh, there was a movie called The Tale, and I saw it and something drew me to it. And so I read more about it. And The Tale is a movie by Jennifer Fox, and it is about her story of. Um, child sexual abuse and how it affected her later in life, how it affected her relationships. Um, I'm glad I watched it. I shouldn't have watched it alone, but I'm glad I watched it. It was a beautiful movie, but I can tell you at the end of it, I was sobbing 
and I was having a panic attack and there was just a lot that came up for me in that movie. It's a beautiful movie. I wasn't fully prepared going into it. So I'm fully preparing you if you are someone that's affected by watching a movie like that. It is is very real and heavy. So just a precursor. If I rec- recommend watching it, but I definitely want you to go into it knowing um, what to expect. So I watched this movie. I absolutely loved it. I was sobbing. It triggered a lot for me. It was really hard. And I was having an, a panic attack. And what helped me out of it was saying, okay, you're here, right here and right now you are fine. And it helped calm me down. You may think I'm absolutely nuts, but the next day I was um, hanging out with my very good friend, Emmy, who lived in Santa Monica and I would see when I would travel out there. We traveled out to Sunset Boulevard and I got the word here tattooed to my arm. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell my husband. I literally drove out and I got it tattooed. I have pictures on my Instagram uh, at here podcast and um, I love it. It's one of my favorite tattoos and it's saying a lot because I have 16. So in other ways, the other ways that word means a lot to me is, you know what? I'm still here. I just shared a little bit with you of what I went through and that's not even everything. And you know what? I'm still here. I survived and I went from being someone who daily, hourly wished that they were not living to someone who is very scared of death because I love my life so much. Also, I'm still here. So watch out because you know what? Now I'm talking and I want to push and I want to advocate and I I want this to be my life. My full-time job, my full-time focus is an advocate for all of you. You are still here. And that's very important because you are still here. And I can say to you, you are seen, you are heard, you are valued. I am here for you. And listen to this. You are not alone. I know I'm just a voice and you don't know me personally, but I am here for you. And I will leave every possible way to contact me in the show notes. You are not alone, okay? And we need you here. We need your voice. We need your story. We need you. Here, we stand together to release our stories and release the power they have over our lives. And there was this sign I saw the other day that said, nothing to see here. You know, you think of police where they're like, oh, there's nothing to see here. Move along. I don't know if that's really what they say, but that's what they they say in movies. And I thought of it and I'm like, you know what? There's so much to see here. When we say, hi, how you doing at the office? And the other person goes, oh, I'm good. And then you're like, pleasantries. Bye-bye. I bet 90% of the people you say that to are not. And I mean, they might not be in tremendous trauma, but I bet they're not just like, oh, I'm good. Some of them are, I'm sure. Some of them are, sure, but it's just that whole thing where there's too many people that don't, that don't feel comfortable talking and don't want to talk about it. We turn a blind eye because we don't want to focus on it. There's so much to learn from everybody's story. There's so much to learn. And you might be thinking, oh, you know what? I didn't experience abuse or sexual abuse, so there's nothing for me to learn. Incorrect. 
because you're going to meet people that have that pain that you care about that you want to be able to support. You may have children who come home and say, mom, my friend told me this. And then you're faced with, well, what do I do? I don't want to say something if it's not true and the child is lying and and get their parent in trouble and you're going to be faced with all this stuff. And by the way, it's not your role to decide if a child is lying or not. It's your role to hear the child and listen to the child and be an advocate for the child. All I'm saying is there's so much that we can learn from each other's stories that like, for example, I might say that the abuse affected me in this way right? Um, And I suffer depression. Well, you might not have been sexually abused, let's say, but you suffer depression. So you and I are really going to be able to connect on depression and how it's affect our lives and our family. So see, there's a lot of layers and there's a lot to see here. This podcast, what to expect with this podcast. So I mentioned earlier, I want to do this all day, every day. I want to be here for you. I want to advocate. I want to talk. I, this is what I want to do. And so the first thing you need to know is that this is a safe place. I have absolutely no judgments. You can tell me anything. I have no judgments. I'm going to share a lot with you. So I'm going to be 100% transparent with you. Transparent and honest like I have never been in my life because I recognize that if I'm asking you to feel empowered and to share your story, I have to do the same. So I'm going to share things that probably I've never shared with anybody. And I just want to make sure you understand I, I have no judgments. I've felt and experienced my own things and that I just I have no judgments. And I mentioned about participating. So the most important part of this entire podcast is you. It's all of you. So there's ways you can participate. And the first way is just listening. You know what? If you're not ready to share or maybe you don't want to share, maybe that's just not a thing you want to do, that's fine. I'm hoping that from this podcast, things will resonate with you. And it, if you just want to be a listener, that is absolutely fine. Another way to participate is sharing on the show. And there's a few ways you can do that. The first way is you can be a guest. We can have a share session, an interview. You can be on the show and you can share your story as much or as little. I want you to know it's just like wide open. I want you to do whatever is comfortable for you. So if you want to share your story, awesome. If you want to share what you've learned from what happened to you, awesome. If you want to share what you've learned about how abuse affects us mentally without sharing actually what happened to you, awesome. However you want to share is awesome. And I welcome it and I love it. So you can share on the show. And when you're on the show, you can be anonymous or you can say your name. I also would love to have episodes dedicated to letters. If you want to share in the written word, that's fine. You want to share your poetry. You want to share your story, however it is. And again, both of those can be either anonymous or I can say who you are. It's whatever you want. I would never share anything without talking to you first. So if you emailed me, say, a poem you wrote, and I'm never going to share that without talking with you and letting you know I'm going to share that and making sure that how I share it is what you're comfortable with. Okay, this is all about you. This whole podcast is about you. Yes, by sharing my story, I'm going to experience some healing as well. But this is all about you or I wouldn't even do it. 
I also want to make sure that we have a wide spectrum of topics, right? I would love to understand how the abuse has affected us as adults, right? All the different ways. People think, you know, oh, you feel you were abused and you feel bad about it. No, no, no. There, I might be watching a show and that topic is brought up and the next day I feel depressed and I don't understand why. And then I remember, oh, I watched that. Or in anger or in frustration and in impatience, in confidence. Oh, I can't do that. I would never be good at that. I could go on and on. There's so many ways that abuse affects us and sexual abuse affects us. I would love to hear from some experts that would be willing to be on the show and share. You know, I also would love to bring in different organizations that are promoting awareness. I also would love to learn things about like memory recovery. This is something huge. I'll share with you a little uh, something a little bit. I was always scared to share my story because the way I remembered it is the way I experienced it. For example, one time I was being raped and I remember how my body felt and I remember how I felt, but visually what I remember very clearly is this picture. It was a picture, it was um, a, a color drawing by a child, right? The typical little house with the sun and the grass, you know, the little rectangular house and the little chimney. Um, and it was hanging on a wood paneled wall with, um, by a piece of tape. And I remember that picture so clearly because that's what I stared at the whole time. So that made me feel very nervous to share my story because I don't have a, this was the time, the day, this was all the specifics and all the details. I didn't have that because that's not how I remembered it. So, um, I was very nervous to share and I'm, I'm over being nervous to share whatever I share. This is how I remember it. This is how I experienced it. And that's very important when you share your stories because we have family involved, right? If we were hurt as a child, we have parents involved, not necessarily that they hurt us, but they were there and maybe they didn't see it. Whatever the case may be, how I remember it will be different than how my parents remember it, right? It's going to be a different perspective, but all I can share is how I remember it and how I experienced it. And at this point in my life, I'm okay with that. And that's what I'm going to share. How often can you hear from me? I am going to post weekly. I also have a blog and would love to build an online community. Um, There's a few ways to do that. So I have, and I'll leave this in the show notes. You could reach me at Felicia at herepodcast.com. I have a blog at herepodcast.com. I'm on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter try to post on all those things. I'm really not used to Twitter. So that's going to be a new thing for me. But um, you can reach me in all those ways. So if it's an Instagram message or an email or a Facebook message, whatever you need is fine. You just can reach out however you need. But I'll be posting weekly. And um, the next episode, I'm going to share my story with you. I'm going to share it how I remember, as I've never shared it before. And I want you to know I'm very nervous. I'm very scared. This is the first time talking about it in full, but I know it's needed and I want to do it so much. So the next episode next week will be my story and, and then we'll take it from there. 
So the community on my webpage, you can um, log in and there's a, a community page, but I also would love to build a Facebook community. So if that's something you're interested in, let me know, which leads me into something really important. Let me know. This is for you. And I want to deliver to you what you need. So feel free to tell me what you need. Feel free to tell me what you like, what you don't really prefer. I want to take this journey with you. And so please feel free to let me know what you need. All right. Thank you so much for listening in with me today. And I am very much looking forward to this journey with you. Our next episode... I'm going to get real and raw and vulnerable like I've never been before. I am terrified and nervous and also really, really looking forward to it. So thank you again. I hope you have a wonderful morning, evening, or afternoon, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. And I look forward to talking with you next time.